You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School, presented by Privy and Printful. I was recently introduced to Erin Korn, founder at Shorebird Media, and I immediately, literally, wanted to bring her on the show for two tactical episodes this week. Erin was employee 40 at Instagram. Employee 40, think about that, it's crazy. She literally led the rollout of Instagram's ad solutions, including stories. And then she worked at Amazon and Facebook, focused on partnering with the largest brands, spending over $20 million on paid ads. To say she's seen it from all sides is an understatement, so I'm excited to learn from her this week. I know that you will learn a ton. Erin, welcome to e-commerce marketing school. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this is great. So let's give people an understanding of what you're up to now. You're no longer at Instagram or Amazon or Facebook, and you're working on an agency called Shorebird, right? That's right. Um, So I started Shorebird Media almost three years ago. And as you mentioned, had spent my career at larger tech organizations. And during that time, partnering with brands, I saw that you know, the agency model in many ways was broken. And I really wanted to be a resource to, you know, smaller to medium sized businesses to really be their partner in helping them scale paid social and also paid search advertising. So one of the the issues that I had seen as, as being on the other side of the business was a lot of clients were passed off between different account managers at agencies, often didn't know who was their account team. And there was just an overall lack of transparency. So one of the benefits of working with a smaller boutique paid social agency like Shorebird was that I am the person you speak with and I'm really overseeing the strategy for your business. And I think that that's given a lot of um, comfort to the partners that we work with, knowing that the person really advising them on strategy had been previously at Instagram and Facebook. And so We work with direct-to-consumer brands, primarily retail and um, CPG, e-commerce brands. So as you can imagine, a lot of businesses on Shopify, and, you know, that's just something that we've become really specialized in as well. Nice. Nice. Well, I'm I'm excited. Today, we're going to be focusing on Instagram Reels, which is something I definitely want to get your input on. But I'm also like a little bit of a fanboy, like employee 40 on Instagram. Can you just give us like a little bit of what that was like for you? Yeah. So it was a really exciting time to join. Um, Instagram had been acquired, of course, by Facebook. And at that time, when I joined, there was just um, contract-based advertising. So Kevin Systrom, the co-founder of Instagram, was literally going client by client, reviewing the type of creative that they could run. It was a very precious space to be in. So the Chanel's of the world were really the only ones that had access to advertising. And so when I joined, we were really flipping the switch and going from contract-based, really approval by the top co-founder to self-service. So it was a huge leap for us as a business. And it sounds simple, but really the logistics of plugging Instagram into Facebook's tools, API, reporting system was a really big lift for our engineering and product team. So it was a really exciting, a little bit stressful time to join because we were just going from zero to 100. But it was a really exciting opportunity to be able to bring Instagram advertising to not only just businesses everywhere, but globally from the U.S. out to every country that Facebook was active in. Amazing. Well, congrats. I mean, what an experience that must have been. And I know you've gone off to do other incredible things, including Shorebird. So 
let's let's dive in. I, I want to focus on Instagram Reels today. We've never really done an episode on that. Uh, we've done a handful on TikTok. You know, a lot of uh, brand owners themselves that have been successful on TikTok have come on. So, you know, give us give us the rundown. Like, what's your advice? What's what's happening with Instagram Reels right now, especially for e-com brands? Sure. Um, so Instagram Reels, it's a relatively new uh, surface, I would call it, on Instagram. And so the adoption has really increased. A lot of brand owners and individuals knew that Instagram Reels was effective just in terms of the engagement they were seeing in their account growth. But it was a bit of a black box for the insight side of the business because we didn't have insights available for that product. So now it's really a game changer because Instagram has updated their tools to now allow insights. So you're really able to understand the impact of Reels. Reels is really short form video, similar as you said to kind of the types of content you might see on TikTok. But Instagram as a platform is really trying to push this product. And so you are really in a space where you're missing out if you're not involved in Instagram Reels, because Instagram as an app is really trying to push that content into your feed, into your explorer. So it gives you as a business owner, more ability to be discovered by other brands or potential customers. And I would guess, you know, just to talk about some specific tips or some tactical advice that I would give about the types of reels that we've seen or some some types of hacks, I guess you would say, would be one, keep it brief. It's a short form video. So just really be thoughtful about getting your message out within the first five seconds. As we talked about, TikTok is a similar platform, but Instagram has obviously become savvy to this. And so there are cases where if someone is using a video from TikTok, it may not get the same engagement or delivery. So there are ways to remove the TikTok watermark, and there are ways to remove the metadata from your TikTok video if you decide to use a TikTok video on Instagram Reels. So those are two things to keep in mind because Instagram does pick up on that. And so it's something worth taking that extra step to remove. Yeah, that's super interesting. It's kind of like when you post on social, I think that platforms prefer, you know, Twitter or LinkedIn, like if you're posting directly there as opposed to, yeah. yeah, Absolutely. So native is ideal, but knowing that oftentimes people might not have the time. So if you can post natively, but if not, try your best to make sure that you're removing any kind of instance from other apps. And then obviously text is very important, captions and text, but just be mindful of where you place them. It's a different format. It's not a feed video. And so just being mindful, especially when you start running these as paid ads, now that Instagram Reels is an ad product, just making sure that you're not potentially covering up the call to action or your brand name. And then I think one other more tactical piece is just music. That's been kind of a hot button for people. You know, they haven't been able to access music or some music that they use is copyrighted. So using music from your music library or just being really mindful about the type of music you use in your videos so you don't put a lot of effort into a video and then it's not able to be produced or promoted. Nice. And yeah, what about like, when you think about successful reels, you know, are there any themes or categories of videos or types of content that are really performing? Yeah, that's a great question. So I think some of the themes carry over from stories or just other engagement platforms, but one that continues to work very well is behind the scenes content. 
So regardless of your business's size or, you know, if people are aware of it or not, people love that inside scoop, the behind the scenes feel. So I think Instagram Reels, similar to stories, is is very off the cuff. It's a quick form engagement. So just showing, even taking your day-to-day, whether you're um, concepting on a new business venture, you're building out some product ideas, or you just want to show what it looks like from getting an order to shipping, that's all very interesting to see kind of how everything is made behind the scenes. Consumers want to feel like they are involved in, and get insight into the product before it shows up on their doorstep. Another theme that works well across the platform, especially with Reels, is education and providing value. So people will con- connect with you if you're authentic. And one of those ways is to provide value and not always be selling. So, you know, it could be sharing tips of something that you've learned as a business owner. It could be lessons. If I'm thinking about an example of that, it could be a makeup brand, just showing makeup tutorials. That's a very easy one. Or even teaching a skill. So those are very helpful. And also it just shows a level of authenticity where you're not just always trying to promote your business. Another would be not so much a theme, but a tool of promoting discounts and giveaways. I've seen people and brands use Instagram Reels a lot more to share an upcoming giveaway, a short-term drop or a discount, or even to announce a partnership. I think it builds buzz. It's really quick engagement, and it's a great way to give people that feel of an inside to your upcoming discounts or giveaways. And then finally, hopping on trends. I think this is something that you have to be mindful of. There's always the new trending video or the new trending hashtag. So be mindful of which trends you hop on, but it's a surefire way if there's a trend that's going around that if it's aligned with your business and you are able to engage with that quickly, that will help with your engagement and just driving reach for your brands. Nice. And I'm always curious about hashtags, but before we get to that, like, you know, I'm a small business owner, right? Let's, let's say, or I'm running an e-commerce brand. Like I could post to Instagram, I could do a story, I could do a reel, mm-hmm. right? Like any advice on where to be spending time? Like, should you be trying all of these? You know, like any advice there would be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So I would say if I was to really focus my efforts, I would start with reels because I do think it's a way that as a business owner, especially they're very short form and you can really produce a lot of content quickly and then post it throughout the week. So I'm sure that's something you're familiar with, with podcasting, even being able to build out a library of content and then post it throughout the week. And it's a really impactful way, especially because as I mentioned, Instagram really is favoring video, the rewarding video. And so that works really well. You can also reformat that reel to a post if you want to do that at a later date or you're just not seeing it perform as well. But they have different purposes. I think the way people are engaging now is they're spending more time in stories. They're spending a lot of time in the explore section where you see reels. And so those things are surfacing more. Posts are still very important, but I think it's something that people look at after they engage with some of the other content that's happening. But it's a good way to communicate your business value, what you stand for. If someone comes to your profile, it's kind of like your online shop to a lot of people. Yeah, I think that's a really good recommendation. The idea of like trying reels first, Mm because that's where a lot of the focus is and the engagement. And then you could always repurpose that down the road to a post or a story. Really, really good tip. Cool. And yeah, so I mean, the reason hashtags is on my mind is because, uh, you know, with with a lot of the entrepreneurs that have come on the show talking about TikTok, 
I know that hashtags is something that's pretty strategic there. Curious if if that's starting to make its way into reels as well. Yeah, we are seeing that make its way into reels. Um, and I think that, as I mentioned, with the release of analytics for Instagram reels, we'll now be able to really understand if there's certain hashtags or hashtag groupings that are impacting engagement and delivery. So I do think now is the time to really start to purposefully test or even research hashtags that might work for your business. The way that people often use hashtags, especially if they're newer to Instagram or just newer to a certain format, is using hashtags to almost teach the algorithm about what your business stands for or what your individual account stands for. And what that means is using hashtags that are aligned with your category, whether it's D2C, retail, fashion. And so you start to get grouped with those types of categories. And you're also, your content's being served up to people interested in that category. And finally, I think now that there's more of keyword search functionality in Instagram, it's also almost a way that you can use hashtags for SEO. So thinking about what are your potential customers searching that you want to show up for? Not just what are you trying to communicate, but are they seeking, you know, fashion tips or sportswear, for example, and then make sure that you're incorporating that into your hashtag strategy. Nice. Yeah. So what about like, examples you know like are there are there a couple examples that stand out to you about reels that you think have just either performed really well or just stand out to you would love to get the audience walking away with a couple sure so um i was thinking about this and there were two examples that i thought were very engaging one account is called boxy charm and it's a cosmetic company. And I've been following them for some time because I think that they do a really great job of having a diverse um, group of creators that are always representing the brand well, but they're showing the product in different ways that I personally wouldn't think to use it. And I had one recent Instagram reel I saw where they were taking a lot of the tactics and combining them all in a very short form video. So it was just a simple makeup tutorial, but it was you know, during Pride Month. And so it was an engaging makeup tutorial where they showed the product, they highlighted the product, they used it as a makeup tutorial, but then they created more of like a rainbow effect. And so it was a really fun video to see where they're just incorporating all these different themes into one really short form video. But it, it's one of those viral videos that you keep watching because it's it's just, um, you know, I think makeup tutorials or just whether it's crafting or whatever you're interested in, you kind of get sucked into it and just keep watching more and more. So I think BoxyCharm does a good job of just really leaning on creators. Another one that's a, a different category altogether is Allbirds. They're, you know, very strong marketing direct-to-consumer brand, but they recently leveraged Reels to announce a collaboration with Adidas. And I thought it was really interesting how they did it, just calling out that they're no longer seeing themselves as competitors and they want to work together towards a carbon-neutral future. And the way they announced it was also very interesting. They used a mixture of captions, animated text, uh, creator speaking, and really making sure that it was dynamic and interesting right from the opening of the reel. They made sure that they didn't spend too much time on one, I guess you could say, frame. And they were very quick with their animation of the text. So it kept you watching and kept you engaged. So I think that was an example of a brand that was leveraging it to really announce a partnership or an exclusive opportunity. Love it. I actually covered the Allbirds um, Adidas collaboration just separately, which is awesome because I hadn't even seen this reel, but this was a a really good one. So we'll, we'll link to both of these in the show notes. 
Aaron, this was great. And actually, just so you know, everyone, Aaron's going to be back tomorrow in tomorrow's episode. We're going to be chatting a little bit more about paid, just thinking about like goals and success metrics. So Aaron, thanks for coming on and we'll chat in the next episode.